This is the Mark Podcast from Lifeway Women. We're your hosts, Elizabeth Heineman and Kelly King. Each episode, we'll talk about what God is doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you've joined us today. Welcome to the Mark Podcast. Um, I'm Elizabeth Heineman, and today joining me is Darylin Keith, who works with us at Lifeway Women. So Darylin, introduce yourself. Tell us about you and what you do here with Lifeway Women. Mm-hmm. Hello. Um, yes, my name is Darylin Keith, and I have worked at Lifeway for 12 years, which is really crazy to say. That's <laughs> really actually mind-blowing to think that I've been here yeah. that long. But um I'm from Daytona Beach, Florida originally, and um, I went to Union University with Elizabeth Hyman. Yes, we actually (laughs) are college buddies, (laughs) (laughs) which is super fun because it's just like talking to a friend. Um, And then after Union, after I graduated in 2007, (laughs) um, then I came to work at Lifeway as a camps and events registration uh, customer service representative. Mm -hmm. So um, I was on the phones and I was registering people for all of our refuge camps and center kid. And I was also um, registering everybody for our women's events, any events that we did. So Lifeway um, does, you know, Living Proof Live and Going Beyond Live with Priscilla Shire and um, all those events. So I was registering all those people for those events. And then, um, gosh, through the 12 years that I've been here, I've been in several different other um, areas and different jobs and um, landed in the events team in 2013. Mm-hmm. So um, was an administrative assistant and then a department assistant and then an event project coordinator. And so now I'm our digital event coordinator. Um, so I work on all of our simulcasts. So fun. Yeah. And like such a, I feel like you see that <laughs> that title and you don't know what it is. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. But tell us a little bit about your faith journey. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, uh, typical, I grew up in a church my whole life. Um, been going to church since I was born. <laughs> and um, But I, um, you know, I grew up in Daytona Beach at First Baptist Daytona. And um And I got involved in everything. And I was the kid that was in, we had so many, we had a very large youth group. um, And so I was involved in all the ministries, uh, drama team Mm -hmm. and youth choir. And um, if you listen to the Christian (laughs) pop culture episode, Daryl is the only other person that knew who Kathy Hill was in our, like that was like so excited with me when Kathy Hill commented on our podcast, you guys, she listened to it and I was so excited and Daryl was excited with me. So I'm thankful for that. Um, Yep. I was involved in all of that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, Casting Crowns was our youth group band. They started off as our youth group band. And so Mark Hall was my youth pastor and he had a group called Mighty Men, which was like a um, core kind of group of the youth groups. So I was involved in all of that kind of stuff, but um, 
It wasn't until 10th grade that I really, well, first of all, backing up, when I was nine years old, mm-hmm. um, it was kind of put on my calendar. I had thought in my head, I'm going to get saved when I'm nine. Okay. <laughs> um, because my mom got saved when she was nine. My brother got saved when he was nine. And in yeah. my little kid mind, I thought, well, that's when you get saved when yeah, you're nine. That's age. So I put it on my calendar. <laughs> no, I didn't put it on my calendar. But when I was nine, um, on Easter Sunday, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my mom, we were sitting in the balcony. My mom asked me if I wanted to go forward and, um, you you know, kind of tried to explain to me what that meant. And I was like, yeah, of course, because I'm nine. Right. <laughs> and so I walked down an aisle and I was really confused um, because everybody was congratulating me and mm-hmm. they just were like so excited. And I'm like, I just didn't understand what the big deal was. And I even wrote, you know, like on the um, offering envelopes. Yes. My mom and I would always write notes back and forth to each other um, during the service. And she would like, to keep me entertained, she would like make like squares and say like cat and I have to draw a cat in the square Mm -hmm. and like whatever. But that day I had written, she was, we were writing back and forth to each other and I have it, I think I still have it somewhere where I said, um, well, does this mean that I can't listen to one or two jams anymore? (laughs) Which was like the rap station. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, I clearly didn't know what I was doing and what, um, what it, what it was that I was doing. And so, um, but I lived with that false sense of like, oh, well, I'm good because I Mm -hmm. walked down an aisle kind of a thing. And so when I was in 10th grade, when I was 15, um, I was at our youth camp and, um, you know, doubt really got the best of me. And so I decided that year at camp that I was going to nail down all my doubts and I was going to take a stand for Christ because um, I actually was understood, you know, what it meant mm-hmm. to uh, what the gospel meant and what it meant to to know Jesus and to um, have him save me from my sin. And so um, so from that moment on, I really um, delved into a relationship with Christ and um, grew from there. So. Yeah, and I think that story is probably similar to a lot of our listeners who grew up in church because mm-hmm. we did know, like, mm-hmm. I don't remember a time when I did not know what it meant to become a Christian. Mm-hmm. And so it was more of a matter of, like, personal conviction. Mm-hmm. And that does come at different ages yeah. for everybody. And so it, I feel like a lot of people will resonate with that and have similar stories. So you told us a little bit about how you came to work at Lifeway, but how did you specifically start working as in a digital events coordinator or with our simulcast? So, um, so I I didn't, you know, when I got on the event, I got mm-hmm. on the events team by chance. I didn't yeah. apply. I didn't um, say, and, but the thing is, is, I always wanted to be on the events team. Yes, but I, know, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> Elizabeth has walked this yes. road with me the whole way. Um, but I, yeah, so I I was working actually. <laughs> so backing up in my Lifeway journey, I came from customer customer service. Um, they did that the first three years, mm-hmm. and then I was on the um, back then. It was called the training and events. Uh, Production and and production and adult events team training right, and super events production. Clear what that yeah, is exactly? Mm-hmm. It and it wasn't clear then either. So <laughs> um, we did a lot, and so I was the administrative assistant to the director of that team, and then um, from there. <clears throat> I became the um, administrative assistant to Lifeway kind of reorganized Mm -hmm. and we had a young adult team. And so I became the administrative assistant to the director of our young adult team, Mm -hmm. which was our own thing. And so that lasted four months (laughs) um, because our director then moved. um, And so they took they decided not to replace her, but they decided to 
um, go kind of disperse us back under the umbrella of the adult ministry team. So we mm-hmm. no longer had our own director, but we all had, you know, we had short-term uh, Bible studies. We mm-hmm. had ongoing Bible studies. We had our events guy. Um, everybody had a different boss, but yeah. we were all still on the same floor and we all kind of worked on the same stuff, but nobody was really telling us what to do. We all had different bosses. And so it was a really weird time. And I couldn't be an administrative assistant to nobody. So they, <laughs> thankfully they kept me. Yeah. And I became the department assistant for the uh, marketing team, which was on a different floor. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that for a year. And then um, and then they moved me to the events team as a department assistant on their team. And I did that for a year. Um, and then from after that, then they promoted me to event project coordinator, which is like an assistant event coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I did that for three or so years, yeah, I think. a while. And then, um, and then so for the past two and a half or so years, mm-hmm. I've um, been our digital event coordinator. And so I, as an event project coordinator, uh, Mickey Pitts was our yes. digital event coordinator before me. And so I worked— And y'all may remember yeah. some episodes with Mickey. Yes, <laughs> yeah. um, who I love and miss. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I worked with her um, on all the simulcasts during my time as an event project coordinator. So I was her kind of right-hand person. And so um, so when she uh, got promoted to a different position, mm-hmm. um, I— took over in this role. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I've been familiar. I've been working on simulcast then since 2013, but yeah. as the digital event coordinator since mm-hmm. 2016, I can't remember. <laughs> it all runs together yeah. after 12 years. <laughs> I was going to try to assist and I'm like, I have no idea either. <laughs> um, so what is your favorite thing about your job? Um, so obviously, um, you know, at Lifeway, we do a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, and on the publishing side of things, you know, people work on books. But um, my favorite thing on the events, to being on the events team, not just in my role, but on the mm-hmm. events team, is that we really get to be on the front lines of ministry. And we get to actually yeah. see the results of our end product mm-hmm. firsthand, and so that's something that people that work on Bible studies don't get to see a lot because they kind of put it out there and everybody buys it and does it on their own in their homes. But we work so hard on an event right. and then we go to the location or in my case, I mean, I do work on live events as well, but mm-hmm. in my case, I get to see fr- firsthand all the social media pictures people are mm-hmm. sending in and stuff of what's going on in their location. And um, it's just really cool to see um, to see that in action and then to hear the stories that come out of it too of life change and how we've gotten to be a part of setting up this environment for people to encounter the God, encounter God right. in ways that they aren't going to get to just sitting at home. And yeah. so, um, you know, obviously um, there's craziness that happens on site mm-hmm. at, a, at an event because it's a live thing right. and it's fluid. Um, and so we have to be flexible in that. But I love the crazy. I'm yes. such a... <laughs> I was doing a personality test the other day where I asked, would you rather be in a cocoon or a beehive? And I was like, oh, 100% a beehive. Because, okay. <laughs> See, I'm exactly the opposite. I'm like, a cocoon sounds wonderful. <laughs> I love fast pace. I live for fast pace. I work really good under pressure. And um, and that's what kind of makes yeah. me good at my job. So That's awesome. And that's one of the things that like we on the Bible study team love getting to go and we usually get to go to one or two events a year and kind of and I've gotten to go to more because I also sometimes run the social media for mm-hmm. Lifeway Women <laughs> and so it is so fun to see like that side of things and we get to talk to people a lot of times they put us in the bookstore which makes sense because that's <laughs> yep. where our stuff is that we've worked on <laughs> and so it's it's kind of fun getting to talk with women about the Bible studies that they've been doing but to see that like 
you know, almost on a weekly basis at some points in the year where you just get to you're at event after event after event yeah. and just seeing the gospel being presented over and over and the life change that happens. And mm-hmm. you are kind of on the front lines and almost, you know, at the catalytic point in a lot of people's lives for the gospel. And yeah. so that's something that we do not take for granted yeah, on no. our teams. Yeah. Just getting to be a part of so many people's stories, even if they don't didn't know your name before now, right. you still are working towards that. And right. that's such and a beautiful s- thing that we don't we thank God for every day. <laughs> I know you do too, because we have talked about this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, and we, you know, we pray so much on our team. Mm-hmm. Like so much. Every before every single event, we are praying specifically for that event yeah. the week before. We'll gather together. We have a, on our calendar a prayer mm-hmm. meeting for this event specifically. And, you know, we're praying for those women um, without knowing their faces. And yeah. so if you get to go to the event and work the event, then mm-hmm. you're seeing those faces yeah. that you're you specifically prayed for. And so um, and sometimes we even get to be a part of, depending on what role you're, you mm-hmm. are on the event team, you get to be a part of that, um, you know, resp- response time. Right. And then you can actually, you're literally praying with the people yes. that you you prayed for it beforehand, which is really beautiful. So it is. So this is kind of backing up a little bit, mm-hmm. but digital event coordinator, people may not know what that looks like. So we obviously <laughs> know like at the event you're helping like run things, but like mm-hmm. what is a day in the life <laughs> look like? And I know probably every day is different, <laughs> but what are some of the things that you do? Because we're trying to give kind of a behind the scenes yeah. at Lifeway Women. And, okay. <laughs> and so what what kind of stuff do you do every day? Uh, well, yeah, it's definitely never the same, right. which I love. Um, and, you know, sometimes my job as the digital event coordinator is to basically be an advocate for the person on the other side of a screen. So mm-hmm. whatever, like, um, you know, we do, we, we specialize in live events, but but my mind is always going to, is this going to make sense for the person on the other side of the screen? Right. And so, um, and, then, and then basically I'm an event coordinator for a ton of event coordinators. Mm-hmm. So I'm setting up these things to make it easy for somebody to host at their church. And so it's providing tools for them. So it's, um, you know, concepting ways, you know, tools and things, creating tools for them to use that are going to be helpful for them at their location. So we developed like um, a host kit last Mm -hmm. year. Was it last year? Well, last year was the first year we did host kits. Yes. So um, and the host kit came out of – you know, we have a we have a Facebook page where mm-hmm. we have all of our simulcast host coordinators yes. can join and they encourage one another and they share ideas with one another. And so um, they're, you know, sharing what they're doing. And so I kind of looked at that and saw, oh, well, they're, they want to have decorations. Mm-hmm. They want to decorate and they want it to look, you know, like the event. Um, and they, you know, are they need signs. We do, you know, we do live events really right. well. So I just kind of <laughs> take like all the things that we do for our live events, like event signage. And, you know, we convert all of our bathrooms to women's bathrooms for a women's <laughs> event because yes. our, <laughs> the, the few brave men that are on our team love that <laughs> always looking for that one we do yes. keep one bathroom open for men yeah but um, and real quick i'm going to stop you just for okay. a second because i bet there are people that don't really know what a simulcast is okay so let's just <laughs> define that i re- just realized that yeah um so define what a simulcast is and explain like 
who you're talking yeah, about yeah, when yeah. you say hosts, hosts okay. and churches and things like that. Good yeah. thinking, Elizabeth. <laughs> Um, yeah, so what a simulcast is, um, you know, we do live events um, all across the country. And so we do Living Proof Live with Beth Moore. Mm-hmm. We also do um, Going Beyond Live with Priscilla Shire. And we do several of those. The Word Alive. Throughout the year. The Word Alive. We, right, we do other events too, yeah. live events. We do Life with Women mm-hmm. Live, The Word Alive with Lisa Turkhurst. I mean, um, there's... I feel like there's a new event every day, so yeah. we're not going to attempt to name them all. <laughs> you can go to lifeway.com slash women's events to yes. find all of them. Yes. So all of those live events we do all throughout the year, all over the country, sometimes out of the country. Yeah. But um, every year we take one of our events in the spring and one of our events in the fall, and we broadcast that one event live from that live location over the internet Mm -hmm. to locations all over the globe. Yes. And so um, our next one coming up is going beyond simulcast with Priscilla Shire, and that's April 25th. The perfect date, as they say (laughs) in Miss Congeniality. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. Thank you for that reference. It's also my birthday. That's how I know that quote. Um, yes. So April 25th is the next one. And um, last year we had last year for 2019, we had almost 700 churches and like, um, mm-hmm. a, you know, about 100,000 100, people uh, was what we yeah. estimated that we reached. And, and, so, and they're all over the world, all over the world. We had I, like I was, several countries. I was helping with social media that day and I we got photos from Africa. Mm-hmm. So some photos from I feel like there was somebody in like Norway or some some European oh, yeah. country that I can't remember and just like they were they were staying up all hours because the time zones to watch it live which was Aww. which was crazy which they don't have to do yeah, but, but yeah. there is something fun about being <laughs> yeah. live yeah yeah that's <laughs> having really a pajama fun. party you know yeah I forget I cannot even remember how many I think want to say fourteen. 14 countries was for Living Proof Live this yes. year. But we had more, I think I want to say 40-something countries wow. from last year um, or from, from going beyond. But um, yeah. anyways, all that to say, um, it is doable anywhere. As long as you yes. have internet connection, a computer, and a spa- uh, to host it, a space mm-hmm. to host. But you can watch it by yourself, too. Yeah. So if you're in bed, laying mm-hmm. in bed, watching it. Um, I, I like, always love seeing the pictures of babies, like yeah. newborns, where their mom's <laughs> like, I can't leave the house yet because this baby's yes. brand new. And I'm like, I love that the baby. But they can participate. Yeah, within the first week of their life, they're listening to, you know, Priscilla Shire. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. So um, I love I love that about Simulcast, that mm-hmm. it's literally, you can do it anywhere. Yes. And um, So when you talk about hosts, you're mm-hmm. talking about the people that are hosting other people to watch it, whether yes. that's churches or small groups or whatever. Exactly. So yeah. you can host as a church um, in your church. That's, um, you know, we have several that do it that way. Um, and that's really where we help you the most. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of tools for planning and promotion purposes for that. Um, but then we also have people that like to host it in their their home, in yes. their living room with a few people from their small group or mm-hmm. their friends or their neighborhood um, or their family or whatever yeah. the case. And so, um, and then we have those that just watch by themselves. And so mm-hmm. the host though, um, that's who I mainly work with mm-hmm. all the time. And so whether it's through email um, or whether it's through the Facebook page or whatever, um, I'm always helping 
those hosts plan their events. I talked to a lady yesterday. So yes, um, <laughs> and I would like to issue a challenge. There's one church somewhere, and I wish I could remember <laughs> the name of them. Um, but every year they must have a masseuse, like a massage therapist oh, that yeah. goes to their church because they offer massages yep. during the break of the simulcast <laughs> yeah. every year. I know. I always want to go to that I place. Know, <laughs> I, I'm like, can I wash from your <laughs> church next time? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's they are so, so creative too, and I love yes. seeing everybody's ideas. I love seeing how they make it their own. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, we don't. That's the cool thing is that we don't know your community like you know your community. Right. So you can host an event that's really tailored to the ladies mm-hmm. in your area. I know there's um, one lady up in the north. They had a a whoopie pie bar. Wow. Which was amazing because I love whoopie pies. But um, (laughs) you know those, you know, whoopie pies? I'm not 100% sure what a whoopie pie is. A whoopie pie is like, it's like a, um, it's like a cake sandwich. Okay. Like it's like an oh, Oreo, yeah, yeah, but yeah. the the things are the like cookie part is cake. Like okay. And yes, so they've I got like icing that. or something or cream wow. on the inside, and they're and she had all different kinds, and it was yes. like you can make your own, and like it was amazing, and yeah. so but that was. But, like, I think it's maybe a northern thing. Okay. That makes sense. And so, but, so yeah. she, you know, they did that they because that was normal yeah. for their ladies. And that's um, fun. You know, and just different cultural things that, that you can really be creative and make the thing your own, but it's the most cost-effective way to host an event because, you know, it's a, it's expensive to put on a live event at right. your church. And so not only, you know, there's um, green room costs and travel and um, security and um, all the things that you, and then just paying the honorarium for somebody to mm-hmm. come speak. Um, there's so many costs that go into hosting a big event like right. that. Um, and then this allows you to get that at such a discounted rate yes. for, for what you're getting. And so, and you're getting solid Bible teaching mm-hmm. from amazing teachers that right. we trust and know. And um, and then you're getting to also be face-to-face with the ladies that you are connecting with. Yeah. So, And some churches, we've heard many times, some churches will group together. So yes. if, they're, if they have like smaller women's ministries or even if they have a large one, they'll partner with other churches in their I area yes. to kind of like say, hey, we're going to do this. But if everybody can kind of contribute a little bit in that way, everybody comes together. And it's so fun to see those yeah. photos because it's communities of – Women from like all different cultures and backgrounds, they're coming together to watch this thing and worship together. And I love together. it so much when that happens yeah. because so, and sometimes it doesn't happen that way. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's harder yeah. to get other churches on board. But when it does, when people are willing to work at mm-hmm. it and reach the community together, it's so beautiful to see what comes of it yeah. and how many, how that reach is expanded so much mm-hmm. more. And it's not a competition and right. stuff. And so we always encourage our church hosts to mm-hmm. let the other churches in their area know that mm-hmm. they're going to be hosting it. Um, um, and so that way you can invite them in yeah. to the process or, um, you know, to ask their support and mm-hmm. helping them promote not it. Because every church has the, like, the equipment, internet access that some, like, especially some smaller churches yes. may not have, like, screens or, you know, Wi-Fi that's reliable and mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And so if your church does, make sure you invite all those other ones around you yeah. that may not. And because it is, I mean, um, as far as, you know, you probably have a, you brought up technical stuff. Yes. And so, yeah. Let's go ahead and talk okay. about that. Because I feel like, <laughs> so we did ask this question. We asked about simulcasts on our Instagram page. And we're going to start doing more episodes like this. And we're calling them Ask Us Anything episodes. So 
be sure you're following us at Lifeway Women on Instagram because that's where we will ask in our stories. But the questions that we get most often are about the technology. So talk a little bit about the technology for simulcast. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really, it sounds really daunting mm-hmm. and kind of scary. And I know I, I talked to a lot of people like, oh, I don't know about, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. It's kind of, but it's really, really simple. And, um, you know, all we require, you know, you just have to have an internet connection, a computer, and a place to host. Those mm-hmm. are the basics that you need. But as far as technical requirements go, we suggest that you have at least a five, a speed of five megabytes per second. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can test your speed at speedtest.net. Okay. Um, so wherever, if you're in a church, what you would want to test it in the location that you're going to host it because right. otherwise there's no use. In, <laughs> you can't like test it on your phone, like at home yeah. and then be like, oh yeah, we're good. No, you yes. got to be in the church where you plan to host or whatever room you're planning on hosting it and test your speed connection in that room and um you know as long as you're five megabytes per second Mm -hmm. um or more you know that's the base minimum so with that base minimum it may not be perfect the higher that number is the better Uh you are okay but kind of a threshold that we like to share is like if you can stream anything like if you can stream netflix if you can Mm -hmm. watch youtube and things are good then you're probably okay yeah and if you have questions about that ask your youth ministry or (laughs) or your children's ministry because a lot of times they'll stream videos yeah in you know i know like when i worked um and did taught Sunday school, elementary school, Sunday school class, we streamed the videos. That's how we watched the videos each week. So if you aren't sure, ask one of them because they'll probably know yes. or at least be able to point you in the right direction. Yes. Yeah. Um, and because that is a that is the only thing that's a requirement. So if you mm-hmm. don't have that capability, mm-hmm. there's no other way to watch it. Yeah. The simulcast is only available streaming. So there's no download. There's no DVD that we're going to send you that mm-hmm. doesn't exist. It's only streaming. And yeah. so, um, but like I said, you know, if you if you still want to host it and you don't have that capability, then you know, work with another church maybe yeah, that does have out. that cap- mm-hmm. capability or a library or yeah. you know or coffee a movie shop. Theater We've or, had some people watch from coffee shops. Yes, which you might want to. Let them know that you're planning on spending all day there. But, right. Yeah. That's a but, good, yeah. Yeah. There's lots of places that have Wi-Fi that are free that you could definitely, or internet connection that you could um, watch from. And uh, a lot of times I've seen, like, it's usually someone else is running the sound. We're always so thankful for our sound tech volunteers um, because a lot of times it's it's our one brave man at mm-hmm, each church yep. is like running the ta- sound booth. But we, we love hearing from them. And a lot of times they say, you know, like, I'm not really supposed to be here. I'm just serve, like running the sound, but I've loved this day. So like yes. they end up enjoying it. And a lot of times we have some women tech people that are yep. on there doing it. So you can kind of, you know, maybe offer to, Give let them come for free if you're charging or, or give them a little like Bible study gift or something and just ask them to run it. And it's it's not hard. Like Darylin said, basically, mm-hmm. you just have to do the test and hit play yep. <laughs> and you're good to go. Yeah. 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 So. And the, yeah. And so you mentioned the test. So mm-hmm. that is something that we do with all of our hosts is we have a mandatory technical test mm-hmm. the day before the simulcast where we will um, run it for four hours. And mm-hmm. so we recommend you, you know, test it for about an hour and make sure that your connection is good. Your audio visual is good. Um, everything is set and ready to go for the next day. Mm-hmm. And, um, and during that time we have like the sound check with the band and we'll yeah. have, um, videos, marketing videos that mm-hmm. will play, um, uh, you know, a simul, or, um, 
continuously. Yeah. Um, and then we'll have like myself and um, Vincent Thomas is our event project coordinator that mm-hmm. um, works with me on simulcast. And so we'll get on there and share tips, technical tips with you. Right. And and then because we think that testing is so, so, so <laughs> important, we also incentivize all of our churches that participate in that test. And we give away a um, half off simulcast every hour. Oh, wow. For, so there's four winners yeah. every hour. There's four hours. So, um, so yeah, you have that chance to win. And there's always like a, there's a tech support mm-hmm. uh, window if you get stuck. And also there's a team of people here mm-hmm. that, that stay in our Lifeway office mm-hmm. on a Saturday all day. And mm-hmm. we're so thankful for them because they're answering phones and helping people that are like, oh, no, the video just stopped. I don't know what I did. And and so they're ready to help you with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so it is easy so what if we talked about this very briefly, but what if somebody cannot watch it on the day of the event, like April 25th, mm-hmm. you know, it's such a perfect day. So beautiful. outside, <laughs> Or, you know, maybe their birthday. And so they're trying to figure out what could I do? Like, you know, yeah. we can't do it that day. So what are what can my church do yeah. if we want to still do it, but not on that day? Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, the simulcast, when you purchase the simulcast, you get access to it for 30 days. So, um, you know, you, you, yes, it will be live on April 25th. Mm-hmm. Um, from, and we're going to be, hey, we're going to be from Daytona Beach, Florida, which oh, is my hometown. Yeah. So that's fun. Um, but if you can't join us that day live, um, well, actually, there's three ways to watch. Okay. So there's live, mm-hmm. watching it with us as it's happening live yes. is what it is. Um, is, is what <laughs> it, it is says. live. Yes. That's what it means. <laughs> and then um, you can also watch it using our DVR function. So uh-huh. if you're in a different time zone um, and you want to start later, it has to be later because right. you can't watch can't, something that hasn't happened. time travel. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't figured that capability out. Um, you can start it later. So you would just simply, just like you would on um, you know, a YouTube video, you just scrub that little cursor backwards um, and start it at the place that you want to start it mm-hmm. from the beginning, um, as long as it's already happened. Um, and you can rewind and fast forward and all things. You can skip breaks if you do it that way too. Yeah. So you can kind of shorten your lunch break if mm-hmm. you wanted to and catch up and watch the second half live if you wanted, um, depending on how far of a time gap you are. And then the third way is to watch it on demand. And so um, the Wednesday after the simulcast is over. So what day is that? I don't even know. Um, We've got April 25th and is the Saturday. And then the Monday is the, or the Wednesday is the 29th. Yeah. Um, so Wednesday <laughs> on the 29th, um, we will take that event content and break it up into chapters and we'll take out all the breaks and the lunch break, um, and all the pre-roll like, uh, marketing videos during those mm-hmm. breaks. And, um, it'll just be like session sessions one, two, and three. And you can kind of, you get to pick and choose what you want to watch when you want to watch yeah. it. Um, and so that content will live on, um, our platform, which is called digital pass. Mm-hmm. For 30 days. And so um, from April 25th until May 25th, you have access to the simulcast. And so that is great because people can host it on a different weekend if they want to. But not only that, you can also break it up into sessions if you wanted to host like a small group Bible study Mm -hmm. for three weeks and watch one session each week. Um, then that's another way of yeah. using the simulcast. Um, and we've heard of churches doing like their normal Wednesday night Bible study or something and breaking it up. Mm-hmm. Or we've had churches do retreats, mm-hmm. that, like their spring ladies retreat, and they'll just break it up and do, you know, like one session on Friday night, two sessions on Saturday and kind of put in some fun stuff in between. And yeah. So it does make it very easy for you to do it 
all these different ways. Yeah. And then it's also, um, it also gives you the capability of hosting a second chance simulcast. Yeah. So like if you guys hosted it on live during the simulcast on April 25th and you wanted to host it the next weekend, um, you know, that gives your ladies that attended a chance to invite their friends. Mm-hmm. If they heard the message, they're like, oh my goodness, yeah. my friend would really need to hear this or I really want to invite. And we get those messages. So yeah. we know that happens. <laughs> so then your church can host a second viewing and mm-hmm. invite all those people that didn't get to make it the first time. And that also gives you more chances to sell more tickets and make up that uh, the simulcast cost. So yeah. we're always providing. Um, I don't know if you have a question about that on here or if we got a question in about it, but we're always providing ways for you to help make up the cost of the uh-huh. simulcast. Um, and so uh, some of those tools are like we have the host kit, like I said, mm-hmm. as far that's not a way to make well. It's more value for your money. Yes, because yeah. it's a $190 value. We have giveaway items in there for you. Mm-hmm. We have um, a kind of a try before you buy. We, we include a, lar- a size large of the T-shirt that mm-hmm. we sell um, and then some devotional CDs and all those things. And then um, the signage and decorations is what is included in the host kit, and they're $99. But um, we also give all of our simulcast hosts access to a discounted uh, a select amount of resources. So mm-hmm. we've got books, Bible studies, um, Bibles. We've got devotional CDs. We've got um, our T-shirt. We've got um, the de- uh, devotional books. Yeah. Um, anything that you would find in like our Lifeway mm-hmm. um, online bookstore, um, we we have a, a select curated list that you get 40% discount on wow. all of those items. And then what we um, suggest that you do is that you purchase as much as you need to to create your own little event store mm-hmm. at your simulcast event. And then you can mark up those prices to retail value or whatever to make some money back yeah. on the cost of those items. And then you're also resourcing your ladies so that they can walk away with like, you know, a Priscilla Shire Bible study to right. do as a follow-up to the simulcast. Um yeah. And, and so, I know that somebody's going to ask, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to go ahead and say <laughs> the price varies because it depends on your church size. It depends on how many people you have watching, like that kind of stuff. So we're not going to like right. do, go over the price breakdown, but you can go to lifeway.com slash going beyond simulcast. Nope. Oh, <laughs> I went there today. <laughs> Is, did, it, did it go? Did it yeah. Happen? Okay, well— GB simulcast is an easier route. Okay. That is that <laughs> so, is a lot easier to spell. So lifeway.com slash GB simulcast. Yeah. And um, that way you can kind of see what price range would be for your church or your group and all that kind of yes. stuff. Um, so we've talked a little bit about it, uh, but I just wanted to go over just real quick, like the simulcast team, because I think a lot of people have no idea what we do here. They don't know, like, they're like, yeah, they do the events, but that's like you know, one person to tell Priscilla when to go on stage or whatever. And so just let's just break down for them and we could do this together. <laughs> How many people Gosh. it takes. And we're not going to give you a number because we don't even know. We're not. I'm not that good at math. Daryl's better than I am. But like, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. So there's the whole team that's doing the simulcast itself. Like, well, and there's yes. people like running the computers. Yeah, there's so there's people <laughs> so we've got our streaming guy, we've got um our coordinators, myself and um Vincent, we've got um a guy doing the sound mix to make everything sound good for yes. you guys because that's a really big thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but like if we just put a microphone in the room and said, "Here you go." <laughs> it would not sound good. Music yeah. would sound horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's an art to making a sound mix sound good, and your tech guys probably know that. But yeah. um but there's that guy, there's um 
you know, the guy running like the um, he's producing the what goes on the screens. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like and then there's the live event people. So there's yes. the camera operators. There's the guy working the pre-roll, like the the pro presenter, like yeah. helping like what goes on the screens mm-hmm. in the live event and like the lyrics for the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not to mention all the people that you see on the stage, you know, the praise right. team, Priscilla. There's also a sign language interpreter. Yep. There's a cart up uh, uh Yes. Closed captioning. Closed captioning. Interpreter. Person. There's Spanish. Two Spanish interpreters. Interpreters. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some people that are looking at all your smiling faces on social media. Yes. And getting them ready for the screen yes. at the lunch break. There's a makeup artist. There's a makeup artist. There are all the people like at the event arena as far as like security. Yeah. The people running the concession stands. I mean, yeah. there's just a ton of people. And then all the people that plan the plan the live event and work on that. Yeah. The prayer encouragers. Yes. The T- core team in the city that's like yes. been promoting this and, yes. and then there's all the people running the bookstores I mean it and is then like we have a team of simulcast specialists too yes. that assist all the churches um, leading up to the simulcast as well we have them divided by states uh-huh. so you kind of get your own personal simulcast right. specialist that is a volunteer that has walked the road that you've walked and mm-hmm. um, knows all about simulcast too and then we've got the whole team of customer service representatives yes. here in Nashville that work to help on customer support yeah, and technical support. Yeah, they're here to answer the phones all day. Um, There's so many people. It's a, yeah, it is a team effort, and we love getting to do it because it is something that like we get to see how the Lord uses it around the world, and it's it's such a cool thing to be a part of, and we're excited to do that. But, Daryl, it is now time for me to ask you the last question oh, that we ask on the podcast. <laughs> so what has marked you in your life for Jesus? Um, so, okay, I've been thinking about this, and there's a lot of things that have marked me <laughs> yeah. in my life um, with Jesus, of course. But um, I would say the most recent thing that um, has really made an impact on me is um, at my old church. Mm-hmm. I'm going to a new church now because I just moved. But at my old church, um, we had what we called discipleship groups. Yes. And so um, I know that you know her because she's been on our podcast before uh-huh. and she used to work here at Lifeway for umpteen million years yes. <laughs> um, as our women's ministry specialist. But Chris Adams was my discipler. And so oh, she yeah. was my disciple group leader. And um, we had um, four girls. It was four girls. And we met every week for a whole year. Mm-hmm. At Chris's home, and um, and she discipled us by walking us through a reading plan, a Bible reading plan. Uh-huh. We would all read every week, and then we would journal every day, and then we would kind of share um, questions or what God was showing us through whatever we were reading that week. Um, every 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 week, and then she would also um, go through. She was teach us. She would teach us whatever God was teaching her through uh-huh. other stuff that she was studying every right. week. And um, we would do two Bible verses. Um, one to two Bible verses every week as mm-hmm. far as for scripture memory. Okay. Um, and it was such a, it was very structured. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know anything about Chris Adams, you know it was very structured. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but it was so good for me because it was consistent mm-hmm. and it was um, a very safe group. I was able to, um, that's the first time I've ever done a whole a Bible reading plan. Yeah. I've always, I've done Bible study and like studied books of the Bible, but right. I've never done a whole Bible reading plan. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we we used uh, 
Robbie and Ka- uh, Candy Gallaty's um, F two sixty reading plan um, foundations. Yes, and um, and we'll put a link to that. That we have some resources yeah. that are foundations resources that we can put a link to. Yeah, it's really that cool. Can show you the reading plan and, and uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. It's very doable because it's five days a week, and um, and it's not an entire Bible, but. Um, but it's key passages um, mm-hmm. that are pertinent to the scripture story. And so um, I, you know, especially throughout the Old Testament, had so many questions and so many um, things that I wrestled with with God um, through. And um, but it was just a safe place where I could ask those questions yeah. and talk with Chris, who's so wise mm-hmm. and, um, you know, has been walking with the Lord way longer than me. And so um, it was just a very beautiful time of growth in my mm-hmm. relationship with God and relationship with these precious girls and um it really changed me and how i how i look at discipleship really yeah so yeah well, that's <laughs> i love that and and i think there are so many people that talk about something similar that has marked them whether it is like a formal mentor mentee relationship or something mm-hmm. informal or like a discipleship group or a bible study so that's always good to hear and uh, we will link to the foundation study. Um, I know it kind of has that reading plan. And we're also, of course, going to link to the Going Beyond simulcast. So you can go and sign up. Now is the time yes. to sign up for that. Yes. And um, and then we'll link to all of our women's events so you can kind of see what we have going on the rest of the year as well. And um, all of that will be in the show notes. So thank you so much for joining me today, Darylin. Yeah, it's been fun. Okay. See you all next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly D. King and at E.D. Heineman. Use the hashtag MarkedPodcast to connect with us. You can also find Lifeway Women on all social media channels at Lifeway Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at LifewayWomen.com slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the podcast. We'll see you next time.